Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. And right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome in Busted Open Nation to another weekend edition of Busted Open Radio on a Saturday. I'm your weekend host, Ryan McKinnell. Got Mark Henry across the way, and we got another great best of show lined up for y'all here on the podcast edition of Busted Open Radio. We're going to start with a little conversation about the return of the Firefly Funhouse. John Cena, Bray Wyatt, we are building towards WrestleMania, and things are just starting to get interesting, Mark Henry. Not only is it getting interesting, it is just storming the airwaves. I'm so looking forward to this week, man, this, uh, this Sunday. It's just beyond me. I'm, I'm without words. Well, you talk you talk about the week. Yes, it was an exciting week in pro wrestling, and it is the Saturday edition of Busted Open. So that means we are bringing you our weekly winner in the world of professional wrestling. And, Mark, we had a lot to choose from. Great promos throughout the world of pro wrestling. Monday with Randy Orton on Raw. Wednesday on AEW with the return of Jake Roberts. How much great pro wrestling can we possibly consume in one week, Mark? You know what, man, like the stars aligned with Randy Orton and Jake Roberts, both on the same week, doing the most unrealistically great performances when it comes to cutting a promo. It was hard to pick, but I I had to make one, and you'll find out what happens on the podcast. And of course, it wouldn't be a busted open on a Saturday coming off a SmackDown mark if we didn't talk about our guy, Otis, trying to find love against, or I should say, with Mandy. I feel like time's running out for our boy, uh, Otis, Mark. What's your concern level? I just really, I was really heartbroken that this didn't happen the way that we wanted. And I got mad at Dolph Ziggler, but I'm not mad at Dolph anymore. I have changed the person that has equal me, and that person is Mandy Rose. She needs to step up as a woman and give Otis a yes or a no, and, you know, it looked like she gave him a no, but it's yet to be determined. So much emotion, so many feelings in the week that was in pro wrestling. Stop wasting time. Let's get to it. Click that play button. Let's get it going. Busted Open Radio on a Saturday. Enjoy, friends. We're going to swing back on uh, what I thought was the best portion of SmackDown last night. And that is really just the continuating uh, story of Bray Wyatt and John Cena. John Cena has returned to the WWE Universe. It is obviously a big story. He wasn't on SmackDown last night, but his presence is felt nonetheless because we know he's back. We know he has a match at Mania. And Mark, I touched on it a little bit last week, but it becomes even more clear this week, at least in my eyes. I Listen, I am totally with you 
in the sense that Bray Wyatt doesn't need a title. But for the sake of this match and, and this moment at WrestleMania, I really would have loved to have seen Bray Wyatt versus John Cena for the Universal title because John Cena would have been chasing Ric Flair's record and, and trying to break it. He's been away for a couple years, and the return is already, you can feel it, it's palpable. People are excited about it. You built Bray Wyatt into this unstoppable monster, and it just feels like the reason Goldberg is championed is because Saudi Arabia, right, wanted Goldberg there as a part of that Super Showdown show, and now that that happened, well, hey, let's put him in Mania 2 because he's going to sell tickets. Mark, I would argue, right? That Cena as chasing a championship, a universal championship heading into Mania, is a much bigger story and would have sold more tickets. Am I wrong on that? What's your read? I don't I don't know about wrong. I, I think that the dirt sheet guy in me would be like, oh yeah, that's 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 a take that that makes you wanna argue points. But I think right? the uh, the wrestling fan in me, you you wanna see John Cena in a in a place where it means something and what's more meaningful than to have John Cena face one of the more dominant things that have come along in pro wrestling you don't put him in there with just anything or anybody and i think that this is the point where uh the tire meets the road is we're talking about it because it matters it, it don't need to be a title involved John Cena matters. He's history. You just mentioned it. He has the potential to break Ric Flair's record. He could do that next month after Mania. He could do that down the road six months if he wants to. He could come out of retirement in another year and do it. Yeah. It matters. To be able to have somebody like a John Cena is a big plus. It's just like saying The Rock is going to come back sure. and wrestle a match. He only needs to wrestle one match every two or three years, not be a consistent performer. You know, so that's that's kind of where I am with it. I, I think that uh, you had to put him in there with the Fiend because what what else are you going to do? You're going to put him in there with Brock. You're going to put him in no, there No, no, I love him. I love him with the Fiend, Mark. I, I think it's the perfect booking, especially with the history as we saw – you know, which was highlighted last night in the Firefly Funhouse. I think it's perfect. I just would have liked to have had it be for a trophy, in this case a title, because I think the story of John Cena chasing Ric Flair's title at WrestleMania, excuse me, Ric Flair's record at WrestleMania, that is a knockdown, drag-out main event that everyone can get behind. There's no critique. There's no, I'm not, no one is having a thought yeah. or an opinion on yeah. that like they do Roman Reigns and Goldberg. You know what I'm saying is it's the right. safest booking that Everyone would have gotten behind, and there's no controversy. It just it just feels like the better option for me. But you know, well, as we say here every single Saturday, I don't got the pen mark. Well, you know, and that's that's a point that I can't argue. I I think that is is uh, ironclad. But why do we need to have it all at once? You that's know, fair. That's, that's the thing that I've been saying for the last two years that people. The fans want it when they want it rather than the way that it was meant to be. When we were kids, uh, we didn't have the social media. We didn't have radio channels like this one to right. 
24-hour breakdown uh, ideas. We just did it in our backyard with our friends. And now we have so much time that we are breaking down and tearing up other ideas to say that our idea is better. And I don't know if that's necessarily true, but in some cases it is. Well, it's certainly fun. <laughs> but, but I think it's definitely fun. I think that in this case, yeah. um, you have two dominant entities that I, I don't even care if anybody has a title. It's, it's about the war. It's about the story that's going to be told. And you know that, oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going on the record right now. I'm going to have to go and say that this will be the best match on the show, even though I thought that um, that um, AJ Styles and, and Undertaker is going to do is going to make us all go holy, holy hell. Yeah. Takers, Taker is still Taker, and AJ Styles is still one of the top five performers in the world. And Mark, don't forget Edge and Randy Orton, which I know you didn't. Um, that that has all I the possibility. Yeah, that that the possibility of that match being uh, match of the night is very real as well. I think one thing uh, that you can't deny is when you look across this bill and you look at the star power. Uh, from Bill Goldberg to John Cena to AJ Styles to The Undertaker and the returning of Edge. I mean, this is, in terms of star power, this is one of the greatest WrestleManias on paper that I've seen. Will it deliver? I don't know. That's why we watch, and that's why we wait now. Uh, I'll ask that question to the fans because I asked it to you, Mark Henry. Should this match between Wyatt and Cena be for the title? And how excited are you for this match? 877-FIGHT-93, uh, 877-344-4893 is the number. Very curious to hear the nation's thoughts on Cena and Wyatt because we've been talking about it a lot here on this show. And, well, we just found yeah. out about it last week, so it's very fresh. It's that new new toy. It's very exciting for a lot of us. And you know what, Mark? You're, you're not wrong. When you talk about Cena and the title chase for Ric Flair, listen, that can happen at any point. And... Common logic, I guess, would suggest that if John Cena's been off a couple years and he missed last year's Mania and he's coming back this year and the Cena sucks chants have died down and he feels like he's been hotter than he's been in a lot of years when, when people are kind of appreciating his return, imagine what it would be like if he took another few months off and then came back next year for a push towards WrestleMania and that was a story. My point is, Mark, it would be even hotter next year. So, you know what? As we talk about it, maybe I don't hate the idea because if you're going to do it down the road and I think it has to happen at Mania, I'm okay with waiting for next year. Yeah, I'm, I'm all down for the wait. And, and look at it like this. Look at the Royal Rumble that we had. The card was stacked. And then the, the the rumble matches they delivered, we were that we would stand here right now still, in awe of the performance that was that was set with uh, Drew McIntyre and having mm -hmm. Edge and now uh, we haven't even mentioned Drew this show. There's so many things that's going on. We not mentioned Brock Lesnar and Drew McIntyre. How crazy is that? A lot and of good stuff get, in the wrestling gonna, world. We're going to yep. get to Mania, and a lot of this stuff is going to be um, put to bed, but the end result is we'll have a champion out of Brock and Drew, 
And and I, I don't think that there's there's um that you have to have three or four of them. You just need to have one good one. And I think that that's what we'll get. I think we'll get that really one good one out of Drew and Brock. And then everything else is going to be left to interpretation. Mm. Uh, you can have AJ Styles and Taker. You can have Randy and Edge. You can have The Fiend and John Cena. And all of those three matches that I mentioned as opposed to uh, Brock and Drew are going to be hard to beat. I would not want to follow that. I'm with you. I just I'm with wouldn't. you. Let's check in with the nation, Mark. How does that sound to you? Let's go. All right. We got Frank in Indy wanting to talk a little Cena and Bray Wyatt. What's up, Frank, man? Happy Saturday. How you doing, pal? Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing, Mark? How you doing, Ryan? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, guys. I, don't just feel like I disagree with that, with that premise about the about the what well, well, put it wrong. I think turn turn your radio down and focus. No, it's just it's just a room I was in. I'm sorry. It's just the air There you go. I'm sorry. There um, you go. Yeah, but I I think that uh that the John Cena match would have been good with for the title, but I kind of feel kind of kind of way it's been framed is like you know fans like the fickle fans like I think no matter what match they put Roman in, you gonna have some fans that will complain, but I think it's kind of his time. I don't. I don't agree with the way they're canceling the match. I think they should at least still had like the match to try and get other guys in the eye of the people. But I feel like they they kind of fixed the book in a way. I think it will definitely work with Roman and and uh, Goldberg and the Fiend and, and John Cena because, like you said, that would be a, 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 a epic match. But I don't really see John Cena. I think in Hollywood, I think we may get something like next year. But that's a lot right. far way away. But I think next year that may be the year you think. John Cena may go for that, yeah. Uh, that that historical title run, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that is, and that's what that was the point that that Mark brought up. But it was a great point, and we appreciate the call there, Frank. Uh, good, enjoy the Circle City down there in India. I went to Ball State. I know Indianapolis very, very, very well. But uh, I'm a Chicago guy. That's okay. Can Midwest, we can we do stick a together. fantasy booking? Can we yeah, do go a ahead, fantasy booking right here? Yeah, go ahead. Like, knowing that WrestleMania is in Los Angeles next year. Mm-hmm. The Hollywood star, when you start thinking Hollywood, you think of The Rock. Mm-hmm. Imagine if it got to the point to where um, The Rock got involved and John Cena got involved and it was a triple threat between whoever had the title at that time. Yeah, how about Lesnar? <laughs> Could you imagine Lesnar, Cena, and Rock? Are wow. you kidding me? Wow. And and that, those are the kind of moments that uh being in Los Angeles, uh you could have that and John Cena win a match like that to have the WWE supremacy of yeah. being the all time title holding it winning uh wrestler in history. Like I, I mean that let's let's not rush, guys. Like take your time, pump your brakes, let the let the wrestling come to you, rather than us trying to dictate it. And then when that happens, we get what we want. Like I mean, think about how we're analyzing wrestling right now, and we just throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. <laughs> let let a concentrated, focused effort 
take place. Let that happen. And then we won't have so many issues. You know, right now, we, we're, just, we're just out thinking ourselves. Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the Sirius XM app. What is week in and week out as far as I'm concerned as we talk about SmackDown, Mark? The most intriguing, the most emotional, and really the best story as we head into WrestleMania. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm not complaining. I love it. It is this love triangle. I'm not going to even call it a triangle. It is just this love story involving Otis and Mandy. We know they belong together, but roadblocks keep getting in the way. And Mark, last night on SmackDown, we had our boy Otis going up to Mandy, hat in hand, trying to apologize to the Rose, trying to apologize to his lady, trying to make amends for mm-hmm. that missed date from a few weeks ago. Uh, it did not go so well for our guy Otis. This is SmackDown last night. Andy, I just want to apologize from last Valentine's Day. I did get a text receiving that you're going to be late. Yeah, that's true. I'm sorry. Otis, listen, um, it's just a little too late. A woman doesn't appreciate being stood up like that. Yeah, Mark. That happened. Uh, Otis didn't get a chance to even explain himself. Yeah, and, and you know what? That's 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 kind of like par for the course when you have an issue with someone like you know Mandy, where I think that she is looks in the mirror and sometimes think that um, you know we always talk about uh, the outcast. You know, you say your shit don't stink. Like, yeah, I think she's looking in the mirror and thinking that she's at a more elevated place than she is. I mean, he's Otis. He's Otis. What a catch. We really doing this? You got a big, you got a big burly guy. (laughs) Comfortable with it being a big burly guy. Got a lot of money. That's true. His mom and makes a hell of sweet, a cake. And he's a mama's boy. Mm. How, listen, what more could you want? Well, uh, what more I could you oh, He loves his mama. And if you love your mama, then you're going to definitely take care of the woman that you with. Mark, I mean, I'm a big guy and we rep for big guys. And, and Otis is a catch. But I mean, the A side of this relationship is Mandy Rose. I mean, Mandy Rose is really, really hot. And I mean, I, I actually give credit to She's Otis. Not that hot. Oh, not 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 to not to Call, callers uh, throw callers. rocks. Not to callers. throw rocks at my to throw rocks at my boy. No nation eight seven seven. No, fight I'm not taking it. Eight seven seven. Nobody three, four, in the four. world is that hot. <laughs> throwing rocks at Otis. I'm so pissed. I don't know what to do with myself. First, I was mad at Dolph Ziggler. I thought, you know what? Dolph's a piece of trash. He, he should stay out of the way. And, and No, it's not Dolph. No, it's not. And I talked about this yesterday with Dave. And I feel the same way this morning when I woke up as I felt yesterday when I woke up. Mandy needs to stand up and say, listen. Yeah, I agree with that. What's the deal? Is, is there a us or is there not a us? 
then you give Otis the, the, the ability to say, you know what? Let's air the dirty laundry. You know, I got a text. You told me that you were running late. I thought I had time to pick up flowers. I get there and I see Dolph Ziggler. And rather than making a scene and go to jail at a public place, <laughs> I decided just to go home and let you be with him because that's who you wanted to be with. No, that's not what happened. I don't know what text you're talking about. Now you can expose what's going on. Can we get there already? I do agree with that. Can we get there already? That's, that's, I feel- I, I'm, I'm hurting here. I'm hurting here. I don't like seeing my big guy in pain like that. Yeah, he could take a drop kick. He can get run through the rail, through the wall. He can, he can, he can take people's finishes on the outside on the floor. I can, I can handle that. We signed up for that. But his heart, no, I don't want his heart broken. I don't want him to be sitting in mental anguish. I want that guy to have peace and love. Because the soul train. No, no, it's the wrong show. But I'm, I want him to have peace and joy. Like, like all we big have guys. Kind of, like, like all yeah, big, all guys, big guys Man, we deserve that. <laughs> Bless his heart. I feel like we're like the Lizzo's of pro wrestling over here. <laughs> no. Nah. Showing <laughs> shout outs to my boy. <laughs> I feel like we're just we're just holding it down for all the big people out there. That's right. This is a Lizzo edition, a male Lizzo edition of Busted Open here on this Saturday. Hey, you were talking about drop kicks, man. We got a great window last night into just how effective heavy machinery can be when they are let uh kind of loose, right? And we saw that in the gauntlet match last night. And and what was I mean, listen. It felt like they were going to go deep into the gauntlet match because it felt like Ziggler and Rude were going to be waiting for him at the end, and that's exactly what happened. But when you match up with the New Day to start that gauntlet match and Otis gets the pin on Big E in that first match, I mean, that is probably, Mark, the biggest moment of Heavy Machinery's in-ring career so far on the main roster. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, for them to go and, and, and one of the announcers, I think it was uh, might have been Michael Cole, mentioned last night that you know you beat New Day, you beat Lucha House Party, yeah, you beat the Usos, like, and there's people that have not beat the Usos and New Day in the same year. Never to mention in one match. So, I mean, kudos to them, man. They they worked their ass off last night. And, you know, when you're in the ring 30-plus minutes, I'm going to tell you, you start to be dangerous when you if you can't protect the people that you're working with. Their conditioning uh, for big guys was unrivaled last night. It was really, yeah. really unbelievable to see. And that's why I was so high on the show, mainly because of the gauntlet match. I, I told you, I wasn't happy with everything that went on in the mm-hmm. show. Yeah. And I'm sure that that's what the fans were alluding to. But there's very few cases where one match can take over and save a show. And last night, that was the case. I thought the gauntlet match more than made up for it, and uh, it, it made the show mean something.
If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music, plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. A lot of people think you need a car to enjoy SiriusXM, but you don't. You can listen outside the car. Right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Just go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. You can listen on your phone, at home, and online. That's SiriusXM.com busted. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. Weekly winner time. It was another great week for professional wrestling. I listen. Wow. Smack SmackDown really was whatever. I mean, there was positives to take away. I think we hit about all the positives that we possibly could. It definitely was not my weekly winner. In fact, SmackDown hasn't been my weekly winner uh, since the invasion of NXT. Adam Cole going over on Daniel Bryan right. after Saudi Arabia uh, situation, and it ain't going to be my weekly winner this week. Uh, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to lead this week. Is that okay with? you go ahead run with it baby all right so last week you gave your weekly winner to smackdown and although i didn't agree with you i understood the logic from this standpoint it was john cena and hey i mean if you're going to take a moment a singular moment from the week that was and you're going to give that and it is a huge moment john cena returning is one of the biggest moments of the year if that is going to be uh, a criteria to give your weekly winner, I am all for it. John Cena, it doesn't get any bigger than John Cena. Now, that leads me to my weekly winner for this week. You want to talk about returns. You want to talk about Legends of the Ring stepping back into the squared circle. And if you want to talk about that in context of it being surrounded by a show that really wasn't that spectacular, and it really wasn't, I'm talking about All Elite Wrestling. The show itself, it was fine. There were positives that I can pull from. I don't think it was one of their strongest shows. I will say that. But, 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 the return of Jake the Snake, mother bleeping, Roberts and the promo that that man cut from being away from the squared circle for years and years and years. Mark, to step back into a ring and to deliver a promo with the conviction and the passion and the believability and the psychology that all the things that we come to expect from Jake Roberts, but to do it at this level at this year in 2020 when we haven't seen that man forever in terms of like a live active storyline, I was blown away. Like I cannot, I cannot stress enough how awesome it was to see that. And just on that alone, like if you can give one moment last week to John Cena and make it his return and that defines your weekly winner, well, damn it. Jake Roberts stepping back in a ring and doing what he did on Wednesday. That gets my weekly winner for the week. Congratulations to Jake Roberts. That is one of my favorite moments really of like the last 10 years in pro wrestling history. That was so badass, Mark. Bro, I loved it too. And I, and I would sit here and I would say, you know what? I'm going to let you change my mind. But I'm not. Good. I'm not going to do it. I have to go with Raw. Yeah. I mean, you Raw got started with Brock Lesnar and Drew McIntyre. Yeah. And it was like, I see what you're doing. Ah, you're trying to get me. And Brock was like, tried to get him. Bam, Claymore. And it showed right away that I can beat you. I can hurt you. I can put you down. And they went back into it again. Drew left, he came out, he gave another one, bam! And it was like one of these build-up moments 
for Drew McIntyre to stand over and kip up and stand over Brock Lesnar. How many times have you seen it? Not many. Not many at all. Not many. No. And then there was a good show in the middle. Yeah, it was fine. You you look at the bookends. You only look at the beginning and the end. And Beth Phoenix comes out. And Randy Orton comes out. And Randy proceeds to cut the best promo that not only has he ever cut in his career, but he delivers an RKO to Beth Phoenix and put her down. And, and, and let me, before I, before I get to that, before I get to him giving her RKO and all that happened with that, Randy Orton said to Beth Phoenix, I love your husband more than you do because you're an enabler. Like he, he went to an emotional, sensitive place that very few people not only are willing to go to, mm-hmm. but can even go to. We saw a historic performance last night. And this that'll be one that we'll remember for a long time. But getting to the point to where the physicality happens, it's, it spawns what's going to be expected next week. So now Edge is coming to Raw. And Randy was the catalyst for that to happen. And I hope Edge comes back and he is he looks pitiful. He looks like, you know what, how is he's gonna how is he gonna be able to wrestle Randy Orton at WrestleMania? How? And he unleashes hell. And all the fury that comes with it. I'm talking about Tombstone comeback. Doc Holliday, I'll be your Huckleberry. I want to see it all. Weapons. Let's go. And that is why I say Raw is my weekly winner. Yeah, if I wasn't being a, a Jake the Snake Mark and, and being hyper, well, not even hyperbolic. I mean, I was being legit. Like, I, I truly feel that way. Um, obviously, I love the Jake the Snake moment. But in all seriousness, if you're going off the strength of the entire show, I don't see how you can say any other show wasn't the weekly winner other than Raw. You brought up the Open, which it was electric with <laughs> Drew McIntyre absolutely putting Brock Lesnar down multiple times, being sold wonderfully mm-hmm. by Brock Lesnar. Another thing, you guys got to stop with the Brock Lesnar hate. I don't, I don't know what else to say at this point. Like he puts the, over those people, people, he makes. We don't even yeah. address them. I know, I know, but it, they're out there, and it just baffles my mind. You would be, you have no idea how much you would miss Brock Lesnar if he wasn't around. And I know that's one of the things that people say, oh, he doesn't wrestle. He wrestles and he puts people over. All right. And he, and when it really matters, he will give you a match and we are going to get a match at WrestleMania. I I'm expecting at least 15 minutes between Drew McIntyre and Brock Lesnar. Now I'm, Listen, I know that's not the norm, especially with Lesnar, but I do believe he is a man that likes to prove a point. And I think there's a payoff with Lesnar. And it's we've seen it before, where you don't think it's going to be amazing, and then it is. And that's kind of his thing. Like it, 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 It's what they've done with him, and I really like it. I, like, I love the way that Lesnar's been handled in the WWE. That whole show. And hey, Mark, yes, the book ends, right? The way it started was great. The way it ended was spectacular. But in between there, we also had a Street Profits win taking out Murphy and Rollins Hell for the yeah. tag team title. So that was in there, too. 
you know, for the first time, they win a title. Uh, they got over in the process. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to see Kevin Owens, who it's always good to see Kevin Owens. But the emotional uh, walk through the crowd. Did you see the crowd? All the cups, uh, people toasting. Yep. And you know, it, it was just a really, really special moment. And the crowd got to share that because they like to go out in the crowd. And – uh, I guess, man. I guess they got the they they finally got the um, the accolade that they needed to be considered um, a must see part of television. And um, man, I'm 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 just happy to say that that's my pick. Yeah. Well, Raw's you my, talked my about pick. you talked about that promo to end the show and. Randy Orton taking a deep dive into the psychology of what it takes to be a pro wrestler and the family dynamic about, uh, you know, surrounding being a pro wrestler. And he called, yes, Beth Phoenix an enabler, which there's truth to that, which makes it a great promo. And then he talked about the crowd being enablers, feeding into the crowd and, and, and wanting Edge to be back. And this idea that he was saving his friend by putting him out of his misery, hurting him to the point to where he could never wrestle again, but hurting him to the point where he could still enjoy his family life. That's what makes a great promo is believability. If you can pull from the realities of the Delusion. world and you can... Yes, right, but also still keep it real. Uh, then, then all of that, right? You can have that formula, but then, Mark, you need someone to be able to be the vessel for that formula. You need someone to be able to deliver that formula. And Randy yeah. Orton and his delivery on Monday night was, you said it, right? You're, you're the Hall of Famer. You're, you're Randy Orton's friend. I know you were texting with him and, and sending him some praise, but I'm the fan and you're a fan too. That's not to say you're not a fan, but I have yeah. watched Randy yeah. Orton for well over a decade. We're almost nearing 20 years with Randy Orton. Mark, that was the best I've ever seen him. That is crazy to say. That tells you how yeah. good that promo was. Man, I, I just, I've seen, I've been in the ring with Randy a hundred times and I've watched him a thousand times, man, in the last 20 plus years. And where he rose to on on Monday was it was out of the out of this whole stratosphere. Yeah. Like the 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 guy transcended wrestling. Um and it happens every now and then. Um we would be here all day naming every moment that we thought was unbelievably spectacular. But in recent memory, I put it up there with the best of them. That, that speech was, um, God, it was awe-inspiring. You know, so, I mean, the emotional side of pro wrestling is why we're fans. Because yeah, we for sure. got emotionally invested. I'm going to tell you, you know, and I, everybody knows the story of me being nine, ten years old and falling over a barricade and Andre the Giant picking me up and putting me on the other side of the barricade. You fast forward to this past Saturday. I'm in Los Angeles and I'm sitting next to Andre's daughter. And Andre um, had his. Hall of Fame ring. Um, he also had 
they all, they all, they had a jacket that Andre wore, one of his suits, and I was able to put on Andre's jacket. Oh and wow! Put his ring on top of my ring and take some photos that I'll send to y'all so you can put on the on the SiriusXM page. Uh, it got emotional for me. Sure. Like I'm, I was visibly emotional. That's full and circle, his, man. Yeah, his daughter was like, "Oh my God, stop it!" And I was like, "I can't." I was like, yeah. "This is, this is like, this is my Graceland." Like sure. it was, it was real, and that's what Randy did to thousands, even millions of people that saw him in that moment. And Mark. As we sit here talking about this dance and this moment between Randy Orton, well, your dance is only as good as your partner. And oh my God, Beth wow. Phoenix, Beth Phoenix needs to get a shitload of credit. And I say shitload because I want the effect there. That was masterfully, masterfully executed by Beth Phoenix. The emotion on her face, the tears welling in her eyes, the reaction to each line that Randy dropped, well, at least mm-hmm. each bombshell. It was organic. It was real. It was in the moment. And I think Orton fed off that. In fact, Mark, I'll go as far as to say without Beth Phoenix, I don't know if Randy is is, is even remotely as successful in that angle as he was because I felt yeah, like he was feeding off of Beth. And, and you know what? That's why. Why is there not an Emmy? For a pro wrestling performance of the year, why? Uh, why is there not an Oscar? We, let's for do that on this show. The best performance in yeah. a wrestling show, like it, it, it's ridiculous to for performances. I've seen a thousand performances in movies where they didn't get remotely close to the emotion that Randy and Beth put forward. Remotely close. Big movies, you know, like the, in the Oscar races, like it's ridiculous. Come on, you can't tell me that you look down on wrestling so much that you can't see the art. You can't see the 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 entertainment value that wrestling presents. You can't see the Batistas, the John Cena's, the Rock. These guys go to Hollywood and they become Hollywood. Get the hell out of here. And I and there's more people oh, yeah. that can get the job done. I put Sami Zayn in there. Bray Wyatt. And Bray Wyatt. Yep. And Charlotte Flair. And one of the most believable female wrestlers that have come along in a long, long time. And I can really, really see... Like, I get shoot hot when Asuka starts speaking Japanese. I don't understand what she's saying, but I'm angry. And I'm like, <laughs> why are you laughing, that fake laugh? And it's intentional. It's, 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 it's very, I don't respect you laugh. You, you bore me. And, and you start talking about guys throughout history Oh my God, Roddy Piper was so good. He was such a natural. The best. When it came to performing and yes. acting. And he was taken away too soon. But mm-hmm. I guarantee you, if you were to put him in roles where 
he would have had to elevate his game, he would have. Well, just remember, just, Mark, Mark, before, and not to cut you off, but before The Rock, before Cena, right? Before there was any of that, we had Roddy Piper, John Carpenter, yes. and they live. I mean, he he broke into. I mean, he he kicked the door of Hollywood in. He was a Open. a tr- a transcendent force, and you're absolutely right. Uh, his his absence still felt to this day. R.I.P. Uh, Roddy Piper, truly one of the greats, and really laid the table for everyone else to follow in many many ways. Still to this day, one of the greatest heels, if not the greatest heel that this business has ever seen, and he could easily jump over and be a babyface. The the versatility of Roddy Piper. And that's yeah. a, that is a great way to end this segment because, uh, well, hell, when's a bad time to give a tip of the cap to old Hot Rod? Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.